Hello, podcast fans. This is Falcon Paladin coming to you with another edition of the Falcon Paladin Hour. And with me, as always, is my good friend from down under. It is Wade. How are things today, Mr. Wade? Things are going great. Excellent. I assume you had a fulfilling and professionally wonderful day at work. Uh, yes. Yes, I did. I got out of there on time. That was nice because out of the last five days, I worked three 10 or 11 hour shifts. Oh, that and you're getting overtime pay, right? Yes, this time I am. Excellent. They I'm, glad, this time. I'm glad to hear of that because your union would have stepped in and really smacked them down if not. Well, they would have tried. I don't know what would have actually happened. Like, the union well, can nice. you, you can try, and this, the show of support will be nice. I actually got a text from them yeah. today. They want me to sign a petition, otherwise they're going to be uh, stores are going to try and open Boxing Day. <clears throat> Not acceptable. Boxing Day is sacred. It is sacred, Falcon. I mean, we don't celebrate it here, but I'm sure it's very sacred. Do you go to work on the 26th of December? Absolutely not. Well, then you practically celebrate it. <laughs> I mean, like in the white collar office world, it's basically at least the places I've worked that week between um, Christmas and New Year's is just like, nope, no one's doing anything. <laughs> we plan on absolutely no work being done to the to the point that actually our overlords last year were like, look, we're just officially shutting down the office because we're sick of having three people in and nothing getting done. <laughs> so might as well just everybody go home. We'll pay you for it. And we don't have to pay to keep the lights on and everyone wins. That is nice. Yeah. Here they're like, you're going to come in or else. <laughs> or else. And there's an implication there. Well, no, they don't really like threaten you with anything. Uh, for the moment, it's going to be, uh, I think Boxing Day was open last year and they gave you the choice if you wanted to work it. Like you could just opt out and say no. And they mm. would be like, all right, well, we can't force you to because it's Boxing Day. But So there's not really an or else then? No. But okay, you, you might lose favor with the bosses. Like They might be like, well, they said no to me this time. I'm not even going to ask if they want to do a little overtime. I'm just going to send them home with no cookies. So That's a good point. Or next time they're up for a promotion, I'll remember this day. Yeah. It, uh, that stuff. Internal politicking. Yeah. 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 So they can't like expressly punish you for it, but there are ways. <laughs> there yeah. are ways they can yeah. do it. <laughs> Yeah, so so yes, that's a lot of hours, but I guess the extra pay is... Would you say it's worth it? Uh, yeah, I would. Um, especially with the hours that I get to do overtime. So one of the days, they asked me to start early, so I started at 10 p.m., right? Mm-hmm. And I went till 8.30. One of the, other, the two other days, I went till uh, t- 10.30 in the day. I'm still avoiding the rush hours of work like the biggest time slots are 11 till 4 I think and as long as I'm out of the store at that point I really don't care because I, I don't want to see the customers I'm just like no yeah I'm, I'm with you there the today's or the the years I worked retail if you could work the hours when it was slow it wasn't too bad it was kind of quiet it was nice you can have some downtime but yeah if you're working when it's slammed I mean that's just ugh, that's just mind melting yeah because from 10.30 till 7.30, the store shut. And some of that time, I'm practically in there by myself. So it's like, all right, oh. throw on a podcast and let's get this done. Yay. Good. Yeah, I remember days when I used to work for Apple when it would just be nonstop from the time I get in. So I'd get in at like 10 o'clock, 
you know, retail times. And then my lunch would be scheduled for like two, but then it'd be so nuts. I wouldn't be able to take my lunch until three or four. And I finally got out of just like five or six hours straight of just nonstop people in your face demanding things get fixed. I'd like zombie walk to the food court at the mall where I was and zombie eat a Subway sandwich and like zombie go back. I just I had no brain power for anything else. It was bad. Yeah, I I do feel like that way. Um, with one of the nights where I did overtime, I started at 10, finished at 8. Th- I've, no, I finished at 11 that day. So I, I did a really long shift, I think. <sighs> I, like, I can't remember it because I stayed up all day. I didn't get to go to sleep because there was a function. One of our staff is leaving. So we threw a surprise farewell party. And I didn't get to go to sleep after finishing work and going to that. And I went to work after that. Oh. So I had no sleep and did two 11-hour shifts, like, back-to-back. This seems unhealthy in the long term. (laughs) Exactly. But I slept for 12 hours afterwards. So you caught up. Yes. But then I overslept, and then the following day, I only got four hours. Okay, this is sounding really inconsistent. I don't (laughs) know. (laughs) Yeah, I try not to do it consistently. Inconsistently inconsistent. Eventually, it caught up with me where I was tired at work. I start at midnight, and the other baker on Mondays and Tuesdays comes in at 3. And when he gets in at 3, I'm like, hey, can you just look after this for a second? I'm going to walk up to 7-Eleven and go get a nice coffee. Yeah. Mm. And I walked up there, and I got to the door, and, it, you know, it's locked, and it makes, like, a sound and alerts the cashier, and he unlocks the door. And I went, ah, oh, nuts. I left my wallet and down and work. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, turn around. It's like right next door, but it's still... It's a hassle. Yeah, yeah. it's a hassle. I don't want to have to put up with it. No. And just the other day, I removed the, like... Uh, do you guys have, like, Apple Pay? We do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. So I can do that with my Samsung phone. Um, yep. I, but my Uber app was trying to read that I was using it instead of PayPal to pay for an uber so i had to remove it the day before so i couldn't like i had my phone and i I'd just tap and go with that but but you need the card to re-add it and you yeah. don't have the card yep. yes yeah terrible terrible but you survived i did i got a nice coffee and two meat pies to make up for it so. excellent what kind of meat pie i got a steak and pepper and a cheese and bacon Oh, so good. Mm. I will find a more financially reasonable <laughs> way to get these. It will happen one day. I mean, I'm surprised you guys don't just have them in like your freezer section at wherever it is you do grocery shopping. I mean, there's a couple places. I guess I could check their website. I'll check the upscale one. They'll probably have meat pies. It's called Harmon's. Harmons, okay. Harmons, yeah. They really try to be fancy. They really try? Meat pie. I mean, they kind of succeed. Okay. <laughs> mm, nope. Not looking good. That is rough. I, every time I, at my work, I walk past the freezer section, I want to take out my phone and just send a, like, you know, 10 second recording of me walking past like four or five doors that are just lined with different kinds of meat pies. <laughs> Be like, check this action out. Look what we can do. Mm. 15 different varieties, 19 different brands, that sort of thing. Oh, that sounds so good. I honestly, I need this. I need this. I got to figure this out. I'll figure it out. I'll figure it out off air. 
Anyway, oh yeah. Speaking of sleep deprivation, <laughs> one of my my uh, seven year old today, or I guess not today, yesterday, he was like, "So can I have some of that Coke, Dad?" And I was like, "No, it is seven o'clock at night. If you have that, you are never going to sleep. It's your bedtime right now." And he's like, "Oh, so caffeine makes it so you don't have to sleep?" And I was like, "Well, it makes you feel less tired." And he's like, "So if I just had caffeine, I wouldn't ever have to sleep again." And I had to explain to him the concept of sleep debt and that um, you can put it off, but the tax collector comes eventually Mm. and will collect Mm -hmm. uh, regardless of how much caffeine you're ingesting. And if you take too much, could you die? Like I'm trying to decide what the negative consequences are here. Um, You can die from having caffeine, but you need a lot of it. A lot of it. You need – I remember the calculation. I used to know it. It's 100 – milligrams per kilo of body mass yeah so it turns out it needs to be like 600 cokes yeah something like that and what you're busy putting in it's also busy getting out so you'd really need the caffeine pills and stuff like that so what i'm wondering though is does your body just overpower the caffeine at some point like if you just are drinking red bull non-stop energy drinks for like 72 hours straight eventually does your body just say i don't care how much caffeine is in the system? I'm going to sleep and you just collapse. Well, okay. The problem with energy drinks is that they're not just caffeine. They've got guarana and other things in them. True. Okay. So I actually, when I was in high school, I had a kid who brought like four energy drinks to class and he drank all of them for some reason. And he was like, I have to go to the hospital. And because his heart was just heart going crazy. out? Yeah. Um, however, caffeine, uh, I mean, caffeine will keep you awake for a while but unless you're intentionally trying to pull up like a sleep deprivation challenge and be like set the world record which is like 10 days i think you can just overpower caffeine and be like i'm going to bed because my boss regularly says oh i i I have a cup of coffee and then go straight to bed yeah okay so if people can fall asleep like that i mean after having coffee i imagine you can overpower it all right we should, I mean, I feel like this needs to be tested somehow, but I don't think we should do it. And I don't know that Mythbusters is around anymore, so... <laughs> I mean, I have a <laughs> bottle of caffeine pills over there. <laughs> I, 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 part of me really wants you to try this, and part of me is like, I shouldn't encourage my co-caster to harm themselves, potentially. Um, they're not, so. I'm, I'm not going to take like six of them, but what I'll do <laughs> is I'll try and take one and then see if I can get to sleep. <laughs> That seems like a safer test. I like it, actually. It is. Um, the reason why I bought them originally was I wanted to cut iced coffees out, right? But I still wanted caffeine, obviously, because caffeine's yeah. great. Um, and I was looking at the cost. I'm like, okay, 750 ml iced coffee is like $5 from 7-Eleven. It's 350 if I can get it at work, but the store's not open when I'm there. So I'm like, okay, what about caffeine pills? And I found something that had... Just a little bit more caffeine in it than one of these bottles, but cost 15 cents a pill. That is so much more cost efficient. That's crazy. Yeah, it is. Like, probably unsafely so. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And then I used it two nights in a row, and then I accidentally knocked them under my couch, and I haven't picked them up in like a week. So, that's where they are. I mean, good to know. So if you'd like to conduct some kind of test of your own volition, 
you are hereby allowed to do so, but I'm not going to tell you to do it. <clears throat> uh-huh. <laughs> okay, then. We'll just leave it ambiguously that way. Tune in next time to find out the results of a test I may or may not conduct. Ooh, yeah, that's excellent. Very good. Let's talk StarCraft. Can we talk some StarCraft? Let's talk some StarCraft. All right. So, first of all, I did some casting for Gauntlet yesterday. My co-caster, Just Jordan, is actually in Florida. That's where he lives. And Hurricane Irma, which you may or may not have heard about, depending on where you are in the world, uh, Category 5 Hurricane, pretty scarily bearing down upon Florida, like Saturday night and Sunday morning. And we were like, so, Jordan, how <laughs> are you planning on casting? Because I don't know if you can rely on your internet or your power over the next 12 hours or so. And he's the one that does the streaming, and I just call him on TeamSpeak, and then he does all the stuff on his end. But he was like, you know what? I better not do it. I'm just really worried that I'm going to lose connection or power or both at some point in the middle of the cast. So I was like, all right. So we cast around. We looked for somebody else to co-cast with me, and sure should I stepped up. That guy is great. He was very fun to cast with. And uh, But I was the one who had to do the streaming. And so decided to do this, oh, you know, an hour before we're supposed to go live. Don't worry about it. And I had done some streaming previously. If you follow me on Twitch, you were like, oh, yeah, I remember when Falcon used to stream two years ago. <laughs> uh, and so I, I had a really old version of OBS, which I call OBS hilariously. And uh, so that was not going to work for what I needed to do. And I had to get that all set up and I had to figure out how come I wasn't recognizing my StarCraft. And it was just like troubleshooting after troubleshooting. But we barely got it on time. Like they had the matchups all set and ready to go. And people had maps vetoed for that first round before we were able to actually get the stream going. And it worked and it was great. We were missing some of the no fancy features that Gauntlet usually has. But basically, I think it went pretty well, although I'd have to ask one of the viewers for their opinion since they're unbiased. So, uh, Wade, how do you feel like that went yesterday? I feel like it went pretty well, actually. Good. That's what I felt like, too. So I was very proud. Very proud, able to pull something off like that kind of at last minute. And it helped, too. I think it was kind of a shorter tournament. We only had about 12 or 13 players show up. But had some really fun matches. So if you're interested in some StarCraft on your Sunday evening, 6 o'clock Eastern time, twitch.tv slash gauntletsc2, come say hi. And you might even meet some famous people like that Falcon Paladin guy and Somicron. Yeah, or that time Tempo showed up in the chat. Yeah. Doesn't doesn't Snoot come play sometimes? Yeah, he's played before, but he hasn't been there for a while, unfortunately. I think he had a thing going on this day. Uh, he may very well have. Yeah, something about dreams or something. So, <laughs> something about Canada. Yeah, Canada. Um... Uh, mm. Quebec? I'm, I'm not sure. I'm a bit fuzzy. Alberta. Alberta. That's That was it. It was Ontario. That's the one. Yes. I'm quickly running <laughs> out of Canadian cities. <laughs> Edmonton. Vancouver. I know a lot of Canadian cities. Cardston. Paris, Canada. Like, there is a Paris, Canada. Uh, yes. Not surprised. Mm. Mm. Surprised at all. Anyway, I guess we're talking about WCS <laughs> Montreal 2017. Mm. Which wrapped up yesterday. Fantastic tournament. I'm going to be honest, I didn't watch a lot of it, because mostly because I was casting and trying to get stuff running on Sunday. But I did see a bunch of Twitch highlights. Man, Twitch is great. That clip system, really fun stuff. If you go yeah. to twitch.tv and search for StarCraft 2 clips, 
you will see some amazing just highlights. Really nice and packaged for you. You don't have to watch a whole stream just for the really awesome moments. Yeah, you'll get a lot of really great stuff out of Beyond in particular. That that dude was made for clipping. He was. And he I mean, that's just like random laddering for him too. Yeah. He's just I'm gonna pull off this ridiculously sick thing on ladder against some rando on the GM ladder. There's one that I posted on, I think it was Facebook a few days ago, where he was attacking with just a small group of Marines and Marauders and against a Protoss player, and he used some mules to block <laughs> the Stalker's retreat up at their own ramp. And I was just like, what? I saw that. That was pretty cool. What? When your manor mules actually help you win the game, just beyond things. Beyond Dang. Beyond believable. So yeah, he's fantastic. Unfortunately, was not uh, not playing WCS Montreal because of the region lock concept, which... Have we talked about this on the podcast? I, I think we've mentioned it, but I don't know how it works in particular because True was there, and True's yep. South Korean. Beyond South Korean, what's the, what's the go? So I think, honestly, I think the difference is that True is... I'm going to say something real quick that's wrong. So hold on. Let me do some Liquidpedia-ing here. Uh, you know what? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I have absolutely nothing. Like Maybe it's because he plays for Psystorm, which is a, not a Korean, not specifically a Korean SE2 clan, right? Yeah, that might be it. But, is that um, it? Like, if you played for SK1 Telecom with that? Although, do they even still exist? I'm really confused about the state of Korean esports for StarCraft right now. Yeah, me too. I, I'm not entirely sure. Mm, maybe somebody can explain it to us. If they email me at falconpaladin at gmail.com with the subject of podcast thoughts, always like to get some feedback on that stuff. Yeah. So anyway, no beyond. But true. But true. true I mean, yeah. we're talking Neeb, Harstam, Scarlet, True... Cham, Nurchio, Serral, Liquid Mana showed up to the round of 16. Yeah, Kelizer's in there. Showtime has Snoot, Elazer, Massa. Like, that is a ridiculous round of 16. It could have been a little bit better, but Bly didn't get his visa approved on time. Couldn't make it. Yeah, I saw that. Dang it, Bly. I like Bly. He's solid. Yeah, he's really fun to watch. So, and as usual, it's kind of Zerg heavy towards the quarterfinals and through the finals, but you reckon? Did not, did not end up with a ZBZ final, so that's good news. That's because they had Neeb, right? Turns out yeah. if Neeb goes to a WCS event, Neeb's likely to win it. He's like the great Protoss hope these days. Yeah. And I mean, there was no, there was one Terran representation in the quarterfinals. I mean, that's, Terrans are struggling. And then Blizzard's like, let's nerf Widow Mines. <laughs> <laughs> and it makes, it makes people, it makes Terrans very sad to hear that kind of a thing. So, I mean, I don't know. They say they balance the game for this particular setup for the highest level of professional play. They don't care about us goldies and diamonds. Mm. If we think something is unbalanced, so what? Deal with it. But you'd think they'd look at this and say, all right, the last few tournaments, Terrans have been woefully underrepresented. Hmm. And is it just like a get good Terrans, <laughs> like improves your skills and you can make it further? Or is there really some imbalance going on here? I mean, I think the region lot might have something to do with it. Because if you look at it, all the best Terrans are pr like outside of Kelzer and Special, right? There's like, who else is a top tier Terran that's not Korean? And the Koreans couldn't play in this tournament. 
Yeah, I mean, it's innovation, terrifying, TY, terrifying, like, yeah, a lot, all the good, beyond terrifying. Yes, agreed. So who are the best foreign Terran players is the question. Foreign? Like, I, yeah, I don't know. You thumb? Um, um, yeah, I like you thumb a lot. I'm trying to find a list here, and everything uh, is pretty dated, actually. I don't know if this is, this has been discussed recently. Come on, internet. Hmm. You can do better. You can do better. I don't know. Best. I guess if we can just do this. Best StarCraft. On this week's episode of Falcon Google Something on the air. We search for the best StarCraft Terran players. All right. So I guess we can look at top 10 player per prize money winnings list. Okay. And oh my gosh, this is holy smokes. So the there's a list for foreigners. There is not a Terran on the top ten list. Ugh. It is all Zergs and all Protoss. And then for global, you've got Pult, Ty, MVP, MMA, Beyond, and Innovation all on the top ten. <laughs> so Terran is represented fairly well. So maybe that's it. Blizzard's like we don't care if the foreign Terran players can't hack it. The foreign Korean players are doing just fine. They can handle a little nerf. That's amazing. And then if you look, it breaks down even further here. Americas, you do have special. Special is kind of killing it. Where is he? I am kind of. Did he not show? I'm looking at the group stages. No. No. He made it into the open signup and he didn't make it to the group. How did he not make it to the group stage three? Uh. That didn't make any sense. I don't know. Who did he play? I don't know. I, hang on. I actually have a replay pack here. And they just released the replay pack for Montreal, so you'll be seeing some of these. Nice. Soon enough, sooner rather than later. Yeah, I gotta I gotta see this. <laughs> so yeah, I mean again, broken down into winnings. Yes, you have a special Kelzer Massa. Uh in Europe there's Thorzane, but I don't think he's been active anymore. And then you have Igas, who's Australian, yeah. in the Asia, Asia, um, Southeast Asia-ish, and New Zealand and Australia. <laughs> <laughs> bum, ba, dum, bum. So yeah, I think that I think that's got to be it. Honestly, mm. it's just got to be the foreign Terran players are like, we got this. Don't worry about us. And Blizz is like, okay. Alrighty then. Alright, so let's make a new folder for WCS Montreal. So anyway, the lesson is that Neeb is ridiculously good at StarCraft, especially if there's a region lock in place. Uh, I mean, we'll see how he goes at BlizzCon, I guess, then. Because that's, the yeah, like, that's the next event. Exactly. BlizzCon's going to be the big test here. It's a lot of pressure on Neeb because a lot of people are saying, yeah, Neeb's good, but come on. He's not playing the best players on Earth most of the time. But he was just down in Korea, staying at the base trade team house with, yeah. I think, Special and Scarlet live there kind of semi-permanently. All right, so back just real quick. Special played Zanster, DNS, Revolution, Pokebunny, and Luigi, And I can't tell who won based on the replays, unfortunately, but... 2-0'd La Luigi and he 2-0'd uh, Poke Bunny. Okay. 
Um, so he must have lost a Zanster or DNS? Maybe. I'm, uh, group stage one, group B, has special Pokemon up a tree and La Luigi. Okay. Not Zanster and DNS. I don't see Zanster and DNS at the moment. I'm looking. I'm looking. Uh, Zanster was in group K. Okay. DNS was in group I. Right. So I guess they met in group stage two. Yeah, group stage two. He was in a group with DNS, Zanstar, and Revolution, and he went one and two in the group, so he didn't make the top two. How did I... Ah, oh, there he is. I looked at group stage two and was like, no, he's not here. He must have got knocked out there. And he it... lost to DNS? Ye no, Zanstar. Zanstar two owed him. And DNS two won him, too. Okay, so that's it. Right there. This is two losses in his little mini mini group. Fair enough. That's crazy. Special's been on fire recently. I wonder what happened. Jet lag. Jet lag, probably. I did fly all the way to Montreal from Mexico. People kept coming up and saying sorry to him and offering him poutine. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, poutine. Is it any good? Uh, it's fine. I don't think it's incredible, but maybe I haven't had it right. I've just had American poutine. Yeah. And so I'm sure it's a pale imitation of what you can actually get in Canada. Probably. Yeah. We should have a Canadian weigh in on that. Anyway, so yes, WCS Montreal was great. Some really great series. Uh, Laser Snoot went five games. Really fantastic there. Um, Snoot in general just played amazing, making it all the way to the final. Spoiler alert there. Uh, Kellis or Showtime are really good PVT. The only PVT of the... No, they're Need Plate Soul. That was another PVT in the round of 16, but good series there too. So, yeah, check out the StarCraft Twitch channel for live high-level StarCraft stuff. Further to point to how good Neeb is, I mean, he dropped one map after round of 16, like in the yes. round of um, five, the quarterfinals. Best Scarlet five. took one off him and he three would or four would everybody else. Yeah. Three arrow soul, three one Scarlet, three arrow true, and then four would Snoop. That is pretty darn impressive. Yeah. Again, considering how how well represented Zergs are for him to basically wreck three straight incredible Zergs, that's Neba's good at this game. He is good at StarCraft. Yep. And he's American. Dun, 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 dun. Give it up for America. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. America's a nice place. You should come visit. I mean, it's the other thing. It's just like places are big. Like Australia is a big place. To say Australia is anything, I just feel like is going to be inaccurate. And so kind of the same thing for the United States. Like, there are so many diverse places. I mean, just culturally, geographically, weather-wise, what jobs are available in these places? Um, do people, uh, what do they drive? Do they take public transportation? What sports do they like? I mean, it's pretty divided across various particular lines here. Hmm. I don't think anyone's going to be able to argue that point. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm not going to try. I'm not going to try. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. So, yeah, are there people in the United States of America who are blithering morons? Absolutely. Is the percentage of blithering morons higher than the average for countries in the, United, in the world? I don't know. It's an excellent question. 
are the perceived percentage of blithering morons higher? I would say yes. Like, higher than average? Yeah, but just the perceived. Yeah, I mean, that's it. Americans are fat and stupid. Mm. French people all smoke and have affairs. Australians yeah. carry around big knives and fight with kangaroos in their driveways. It's true. Right? Is that a sound of your knife? See? <laughs> Sometimes they're true. But yeah, I mean, it's because it's... Okay, here's the Falcon Paladin theory on this. It's real, real hard to have a super detailed understanding of every country on Earth. There's over a hundred of them. And for you to say, yes, I understand everything that's happening in Sudan is like a three-year endeavor. It's an incredibly complicated giant nation with ridiculous problems. And so we just boil it down into what we think is fair and to what we've heard and let other people decide what it is. And that's how we do things as humans, because otherwise it'd be too much information. It'd be too overwhelming for us to have that level of understanding of every country on earth. It's just, I mean, that's part of why being the president of any country where you're kind of expected to have that level of understanding is freaking impossible. It's way too hard. Yeah, I've heard like the presidential role is like a captain of a giant, giant ship, but the rudder is tiny. I don't know what that means. <laughs> okay, a, a rudder is what steers the boat. I know what a rudder is. What does a small rudder mean? A small rudder means you can't steer it very fast. Like, you can make tiny adjustments, but you're not ultimately changing the course of the ship anytime soon. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, like, I think President Obama had some real big plans of what to do when he got into office, and then he was just like, oh, right. It's really hard to make big, huge changes. Yeah, 100%. I agree with that. Good. Good. You know. We agree. We agree on something wondrous. Post for everything. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, speaking of the United States of America, we're going to implement a new feature called the NFL Minute, wherein I get to talk for the, about the NFL for 60 seconds because Wade does not care. <laughs> and neither is anybody else who's listening. I mean, honestly... Anybody else who's not American doesn't care, and probably a high percentage of the Americans who are listening don't care. So we're going to keep this to 60 seconds. I mean, it's not that I don't care. It's just that I'm indifferent. <laughs> Thank you, Thesaurus Wade. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You ready? I'm ready. Want to count me down? Yeah. Three, two, one, go. All right, so I'm glad the NFL is back. As has been discussed many times over the last couple of days, it's getting harder and harder to be a true fan of the NFL just because there are a lot of problems with the league. A lot of the players are involved in domestic abuse issues or drug use. Um, also, people are getting severely injured, brain injuries, uh, body injuries, and more and more players are retiring with severe long-lasting problems. And so it's hard to be like, yeah, what a great hit that was. In the back of your mind, you're thinking, this person is probably not going to be able to walk in 15 years it's not great but on a basic level it was so nice to watch people throwing the football around scoring points good hard runs good defense the patriots kansas city game was a really good opening to the season all last thursday patriots looking a little bit scary but they've done this before and we'll see if they can come back later on in the season you still have 10 seconds 10 seconds um and fantasy football sucks <laughs> Fantasy football is terrible because you can draft somebody who's amazing and they will get injured Time. in week one and your team is out. Done. <laughs> I pause. I go over a couple seconds.
<laughs> that's that, yeah okay that's fair okay that's my rant i wasn't sure if you were keep i mean if you're gonna stop me and so i figured you're just gonna let me go and go and go and make me look dumb 60 seconds it's all okay. you get yeah good and you'll stop me so that's the nfl minute brought to you by falcon paladin we'll have a sponsor for that one day maybe probably not probably not and speaking of sponsorships just real quick a plug for our patreon there's a link in the show notes if you'd like to support weekly podcast content from an American or an Australian talking about stuff they probably don't understand as well as they think they do, uh, hit up that link and compensate Wade for the time he spends editing this thing every single week, making sure it sounds nice and is avoiding all of our ums and ahs and things like that. Um, mm, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to cut that. <laughs> that face one. Wade makes more work for himself. <laughs> it's actually really not that hard because it's just like click click control a <laughs> all right well, it's if you start that. swearing or saying stuff i have to bleep right mm. that that mm. makes that makes a little more work that's never happened come on yeah. <clears throat> i mean it happened once <laughs> I, I think i recorded it happening too <laughs> i've got uh, proof you do have proof although honestly these days photographic and audio recording proof do you really just take that as gospel in the days of photoshop and i'm less likely to believe something like an image like a still yeah. uh i'm a little bit more likely to believe an audio recording but it, i'd still rather there a little something a little more concrete okay good so what we're saying is you have audio proof in quotation marks, but... I mean... <laughs> okay, uh, you would never lie to me, right? Would I ever lie to you? Yeah. Goodness, no. No. Good to have you on record for that. Again. <laughs> audio record. <laughs> have you ever sworn on this podcast, Phil? Now remember, you are under oath. <laughs> I mean, yes... It was censored. So I don't know if it counts. I mean, it does count. Oh, all right, it does count. The podcast, the podcast owner has spoken. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Um. Oh. Oh. We we're supposed to talk about. All right. So. We did get a very nice donation when I was casting for Gauntlet on Sunday from a very strong supporter of esports, whose name is Somicron. Hey, that Much guy's appreciated. All right. Our, our donation goal was so we could get hot dogs, and sure should I was way into getting hot dogs, and I was kind of feeling hot dogs, but I also was feeling milkshake. So I went and got one, a peanut butter and chocolate milkshake mm. from a local fast food establishment. And I mentioned this to Wade, and he said, uh, peanut butter and chocolate, can take it or leave it. Is that an accurate representation of what you said? No. 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 All right. I, I, said, I, I said I like peanut butter. And I like chocolate, but I've never yeah. had peanut butter and chocolate. That's what I said. I didn't say okay. I, I had any particularly strong feelings one way or the other about it. Okay, gotcha. So, again, I, I, I was a little flabbergasted by this, right? I was like, he's never had peanut butter and chocolate together. And I said, have you had a Reese's peanut butter cup? And Wade said... I've never had a Reese's peanut butter cup. 
I've seen one on the shelf, but they look a little old, so I pass them by. Yeah, that it's an American like import candy chocolate kind of thing. Yeah, so it slow boated it. It's way better. How it got here is really not my concern. It's I've had American chocolate before, and it was it's not good. Oh, it's the bias against American chocolate. Yes. Uh, what is the name? I'm trying to remember the name of the chocolate. I can. Hershey's. Yeah, Hershey's. That's it. Brilliant. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yep. Their mm-hmm. chocolate is terrible. Yep, it is. It, it's awful. It is, but this isn't Hershey's. I know, but I don't trust anything. Then. <laughs> okay, so now we have now we have homework. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! You're forcing me to go out and eat chocolate. Ah, uh, it's the a peanut butter and chocolate combination. That sounds ridiculous. Why would that even be good? <laughs> Are you serious right now? Like, that's the thing. Even if you've never had it before, to just be like, eh, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't sound that. Peanut butter is amazing. Chocolate is amazing. It's not like I'm asking you to put strawberries on sardines. Like, that doesn't make any sense at all. But peanut butter and chocolate is a match made in confectionery heaven. Is it crunchy peanut butter or smooth? I mean, it's smooth. I prefer crunchy. Dang it, Wade. Just try it. <laughs> I will. Okay. I so will. here's the thing. I'm, I'm not... I'm not going to tell you it's the greatest thing of all time because it's not. Reese's peanut butter cups are okay. They're better than Hershey's candy bars. All right. They're not as good as like Cadbury's or some other amazing stuff I've had. But they are fine. You had, I I was already planning on going out and getting some before we even started the podcast. Like before we hit record, I was already like, I should at least go try these. Okay, good. Excellent. You don't have to try and sell me on peanut butter cups. Um, okay, good. Excellent. All right, so got homework. Got some homework. Chocolate and peanut butter. I'm just, I'm kind of surprised there's not like an ice cream place. Does, does cold, hang on, I can do this. Cold rock. Yes. Does cold rock, I still can't believe that exists. Does cold rock have like a chocolate peanut butter specialty they do? I mean, they might. Because I mean, cold stone here, you can do whatever you want, but they also have like a, Special creation, you know what I mean? Let's have a look. If I want to find out what kind of ice cream they have, I need to go to Cold Rock. That's interesting. They don't have it. Hang on, I'm going to pull it up. What the? Coldrock.com.au is categorized as a phishing website, according to Google. (laughs) From where I am, anyway. (laughs) Okay. What is happening? Uh... So that was just coldrockoneword.com.au? Yeah. Yeah, that's legit, right? Uh, No, that that, that takes me to Cold Rock, like the proper one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know what's going on. Did you spell it right? I clicked on it. I searched Cold Rock Australia, and it says coldrock.com.au, and my browser is freaking out. Okay. Hmm. I don't know. Well, then I'll pull up Cold Stone, and I'll show you what I'm talking about. Yeah, they call them signature creations. And one of them, like the first one, is this peanut butter chocolate thing with vanilla ice cream. So, again, it's just kind of a staple with desserts, and I'm really surprised it's not a thing. I mean, I think I've seen uh, peanut butter flavored ice cream before like in other places. Yeah, but again, peanut butter versus peanut butter chocolate. There's one here called the pie who loved me. 
I don't know why I like that so much. Because it's because it's a dad joke, and you're like, look, there's okay of of the ones on this list, there are at least two that are just straight up peanut butter and chocolate. Peanut butter cup perfections. Yeah. Uh, and founder's favorite, top left. Yeah, I see it. And I don't know if Mud Pie has peanut butter. I don't think it does. So just the two, but still. Oh man, now I want a cold stone. Dang it! Why did we come here? Close the window. Close the window. Kill it with fire. Kill it with fire. <laughs> man, I'm half tempted to go and get my bowl of ice cream now. I've got some in the fridge. Yeah, we'll freeze. Yes, do that. Be doing that. All right, so got that homework set up. Excellent news. Excellent news. So I figured since today is 9-11 in the United States when we're uh, podcasting this, it's actually 9-12 in Australia, but we will ignore that. Um, I figured maybe we could talk about it a little bit. I am kind of curious to get someone who's not American and their opinion about the whole thing and possibly what you remember from it because you are, how old are you again? Uh, you don't remember? No. I don't know when your birthday is either. Uh, I'm 23. 23. Oh, boy. So you don't remember, do you? I remember the day. Okay. No. I remember parts of the day. <laughs> Let's be real. So what do you remember? I remember going home from school. I don't know if it was early, but it might have been. I remember going home from school and my usual cartoons on the TV were just replaced with news, and I didn't understand why. Yeah. That's annoying yeah. as a kid. Yeah, but... I mean, that's basically my entire memory of it. Uh, okay. I remember some that teachers was... being, like, up visibly upset at school. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was pretty young. I was still in primary school, so. Yeah. Yeah, but other than that, I really don't remember what was going on at the time. So it was something that was upsetting to the adults, even though it was really far away. No, yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair enough. So I was, I was, uh, I think I was 18, just about to turn 19. And I was living with my parents. I was uh, working a call center job for DirecTV, actually, major satellite provider here. And I didn't have to be at work until 11 o'clock. And so I was asleep, just sleeping in. And my mom had gone to the grocery store that morning and she called the house. And I was like, who is calling at 8.30 in the morning on a Tuesday? Who is this? And my mom, and she's like, turn on the TV. And I was like, I was so tired, so sleepy. I was like, okay, fine. So I turned it on, and yep, there's World Trade Center Building 1 on fire, smoking like crazy. And that woke me right up. And me, like pretty much everybody else in the world at that point, initially thought that it was just an accident that some commuter plane had flown into the World Trade Center. They were, it was a foggy condition or perhaps they were reading their instruments wrong or not paying very much attention. I mean, it was weird, right, to just fly directly into a building, but it's happened before. I think there was actually an example earlier in the 90s where someone had flown like a single prop, really tiny airplane into the World Trade Center and obviously it didn't cause much damage because it was tiny, but so it's like an accident. And so I'm watching and every channel has this I'm just freaking out. And then like on live TV, the second plane hits, boof, just live. And it's like at that moment, it's like, okay, this is no longer an accident. This is an act of terrorism in some way. Someone's doing this. I mean, there's no way this happened twice in 25 minutes and it was a total accident. So 
from that point on, it was just, it was news overload. Um, all the TVs at the DirecTV Center I worked at had just the news constantly running throughout the day. Um, did go into work that day and then just watch news at home. I mean, I think I was glued to a TV set for the next like three or four days, just straight up. Uh, so yeah, I mean, just a huge, huge act of terrorism on, um, United States territory obviously led to many, many decisions as to United States, how we would interact with the Middle East over the next forever, basically. And so just on an international, political, international um, relations note, I mean, that was a huge moment for a lot of people. So, uh, so yeah, just real sad. On Reddit today, in the last couple of days, people have been posting different videos um, that they found. And I thought I'd seen pretty much all of them, but it turns out there have been a, a couple new ones. Um, some guy who had a really nice apartment like two blocks from the World Trade Center and right on top of the financial district in New York City. I don't know what he did for a living, but that rent was probably about $4,000 a month. Uh, but he actually had a VHS recorder and he just basically vlogged it. Like YouTube didn't exist yet, but he mm. vlogged it. It talked to the camera, showed you what was going on. Um, he recorded the collapse of Tower Number 1. And it was just just seeing it from a new perspective just really hit like this was a really terrifying event for a lot of people. Um, and so just I don't know, just kind of brought back some of those feelings. And so as far as the results of 9-11, that could be debated forever and ever. There are a lot of people who feel like United States actions post 9-11 have pretty much been consistently terrible. Uh, all the way through today. And so <laughs> it's a very divisive topic, but as far as just the sheer loss of life and the sheer damage that was done, um, I think it's something that I'll probably always remember where I was when I figured out what was going on. And as far as moments like that, it's always, always interesting to look back on, on the anniversary. So that's, yeah, so that's my monologue. <laughs> about 9-11 and it's hard it's hard to get into it without getting too controversial and so i don't want to get too much um into those things but you don't want to go full jet fuel can't melt steel beams on it <laughs> no and i and i would not do that for the record not a 9-11 truther what is that i've never heard that term before jet fuel can't melt steel beams is that what that is i've just heard yeah. the, the joke like that that jet, uh, jet fuel can't melt steel beams so it was a conspiracy. Yeah, yeah. ha 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 like i didn't realize there was actually a thing going on back there oh gosh yeah no that's legit like people say that jokingly but it came from a real place absolutely oh, okay people convinced that something else brought the towers down it was basically in a nutshell they believe that president bush uh, George W. Bush wanted to invade Iraq and wanted to go into the Middle East and so basically set it up to where he basically staged a false flag terror attack on the World Trade Center in order to have congressional and public support to do that. And so they argue that jet fuel burning isn't hot enough to melt steel beams. There's no way it could have collapsed the World Trade Center. It should have just stayed standing. There were some bombs. There were some other nefarious means involved and that rabbit hole is a deep one. I don't really recommend going down it. I'm not going to. Yeah. 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 Okay, let's move on. Yeah, let's move on. Yeah. <laughs>
Yeah. Oh, I have a story about selling something on the secondary market. Uh, okay. Do you have, you probably have something like this. Do you have Craigslist in Australia? No. Uh, we have Gumtree. Is that what it is? It's kind of like Craigslist. Yeah. Okay. So it's just secondary market. You can actually, there is a Craigslist Australia. Oh, is that? I don't think anyone uses it. Yeah. I think they're trying, but no Gumtree. Yeah. That pulls up. Yep. Local classified ads on the internet. So my wife used to have a Cub Scout calling in our neighborhood, a Cub Scouts, uh, I guess Cub Scout job in our neighborhood. She was a Cub Scout leader, and she hasn't done that for a couple of years. They found someone else, but she's had the shirt, and the shirts are expensive. Scouting materials in the United States are not cheap. Um, let me actually look this up real quick. Because if you buy them officially through the Boy Scouts of America organization, yeah, the shirts are like 50 bucks. I mean, that is not a cheap shirt and so she posted it on craigslist for 40 bucks and she got someone who's like hey uh will you take 30 because everybody bargains everything on craigslist like nobody is just like ah it seems fair let's go for that they assume you're trying to rip them off right so we basically say no we're not that desperate for the 40 dollars dude (laughs) (laughs) We're not so desperate to unload this shirt that's hanging in a closet that we're going to take your $10 off or your lowball. So, no, we're not going to do it. So we tell him, and it's kind of back and forth, and he's like, well, all right, I'll do the 40. I'm like, okay, when can you come? And he's like, all right, we'll meet here. Can you do the 30? And I'm like, are you seriously bringing this up again? <laughs> so this has been going on for a week. And finally, I thought we were on the same page. It's like, all right, $40. It's fair. It's 50 bucks new. It's in great condition. And, uh, like, she's worn it for an hour a week for eight months. I mean, it's not not hardly used at all. <laughs> and so he texts me and goes, all right, I'm going to come pick it up. I have it at work because he lives down in that part of the valley. And he's like, um, would you check to see if she'll take 30? And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> I was this close to being like, you know what? It's off. You <laughs> can't have this thing. I'm sorry. But I was like, no, 40. And he's like, okay, fine. So he says, fine. I'm like, I have text proof that he accepted $40 as the price. So I go downstairs to meet him and he pulls up in his pickup truck. And he's like, hey, how's it going? And I'm like, good. And he's like, that the shirt? I'm like, I mean, I could be selling another scoucher to somebody else right now out in front of my building at two in the afternoon, but probably not. And so he, I hand it to him. And part of me is like, is he going to drive off without paying? And Really pissed if that happens. Although not in the Australian sense. (laughs) (laughs) Angry. Pissed means angry as well. It does. It doesn't just mean drunk. No, it means both. (laughs) You can text silly. Yeah. Okay, good. You can't Uh, say I was so pissed I got pissed. That's there you go. Context. It's like squanch in (laughs) Rick and Morty. Yep. Anyway, so So I have this fleeting thought of him just peeling out of the parking lot and driving away with my scout shirt. But so he takes it and handles it and goes, oh, oh, yeah, this is this is the high quality material. This is good stuff. Oh, yeah, this is worth the $40. And I'm like, are <laughs> the sale was not contingent on you determining it was worth the $40 based on a personal hand inspection. What did you ask? But he gave me 40 bucks and he drove away. So I was like, whatever situation over but i've just never had a clean 
Craigslist exchange before? There's always something weird about it. Always someone that wants to fight. Right. I'm going to come back with a story. Well, two stories. First story is if you had told me that this was going on before he came and picked it up, I would have sent you $40 and then had you sent him a video of you burning it. <laughs> right? <laughs> if, if someone had gone and been like every step of the way, like, are you sure you won't do it for 10 bucks less? I would have just been like, all right, I'm going to set it on fire in front of you. <laughs> that would have been amazing. Just pull it up on my phone. Check this out. Just intentionally antagonize him. Yes. The second story is well, when I tried to sell my first motorbike, uh, a guy came up and he was like, hey, do you reckon you'd take, you know, the asking price, which was like 3-2? Like, mm, yeah, it's not bad for my bike because it was an old bike and I'd done a lot of, like, miles on it. Um, yeah. And I'm like, sure, uh, do you want to meet here at this hardware store? And they've got a massive parking lot. And he's like, yeah, yeah, sure. And... He meets me, and he's like, all right, can I take it for a test ride? I'm like, sure. And he's like, all right, so he puts on his helmet and rides around the parking lot. And he comes back, and he's like, it's great. Will you do it for, you know, 2.8 instead? And I go, yeah, see? <sighs> I go, no. I'm like, it's 3.2. And he's like, are you sure? And I'm like, yes. And he goes, <laughs> I don't like the pipes on it, though. Like, I don't like how the exhaust sounds. I'm like, so? Great. Don't buy it. I'm like, he's like, yeah, yeah but I got to re- pay to replace them. And I'm like, well, that's not my problem. <laughs> He wanted me to lower the price because he didn't like the pipes. And the pipes weren't stock. They were custom pipes. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, so here's the thing. First world countries are not into bartering and bargaining, right? Not generally. Prices are set. You can take it or leave it. When I lived in Madagascar for a couple of years, everything was bartered. So I got really used to the concept of just trying to be ripped off by these people and then having to fight to get a fair price because that's how it's done. Everybody experiences that. Um, so I think there's kind of an innate desire, like an innate, like genetic thing in all humans to fight for a good price on something because you give them the opportunity to do it and everybody does it. You give them a chance and it's like, you know what? I'm going to try to come at them with 20% lower than they ask. And then it turns into a whole big thing. Well, here's the thing. I've never done that. I've never once tried to bother someone. Okay. So maybe not everyone. The, the other day when I walked up to 7-Eleven, like this is a different day, uh, in the work, there was a guy standing out the front and he goes, oh, do you have a dollar? And I go, no. And he's like, do you have 50 cents? And I go, no. He was trying to bottom me down. And I go, how much do you have? And I go, I have $2 in coins. And he's like, can I have it? And I'm like, what do you need it for? And he's like, <laughs> I want to I wanna buy a lighter so I can have this cigarette. And I go, all right, fine. <laughs> a $2 a lighter? Uh, I mean, who knows what he was actually going to send the money out? I don't know how much lighters cost. Okay, fair enough. I'm pretty sure two bucks. I mean, at least in the United States, two dollars for a lighter is actually like a mid-level nice lighter. No, okay. Like if you're going for the cheapo stuff, you can get it for a buck or less. Hmm. I mean, that's probably the price. I don't have a lighter, so. Right. I don't. I don't either. I just. I don't know. I get bored in checkout lines sometimes. <laughs> I look at the stuff. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. And I store that information away for times when I'm in a podcast and I need it, and it okay, comes well, back. Kit Kats were a dollar at Woolworths today at the checkouts. There you are. <laughs> See, isn't this random trivia fun, people? Yes, that's why people tune in, is for the random trivia. Do you want to give us a subscriber count update? Oh, I can. Give me a minute. Excellent. 
I'm so glad I have a really high-performance PC to handle this internet connection. I can hear it be high-performance. Can you? I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, all right. RSS subscribers for the Falcon Paladin Hour. And monthly puts us at 468. And last okay. month was 674. So we're on track to beat last month. Yeah. It's only the 11th. Excellent. Very good. Oh, I'm also... I mean, would it add a lot of work to add an intro song? I mean, no. Okay, because I had somebody uh, say like, hey, can I suggest some music for your casting on YouTube? And I said, no, maybe... How about for the podcast? And he's like, oh, yeah, that'd be great. So I'll send it to you. See what you think. Okay. I mean, I haven't decided anything yet, but I want to get your input. So we might have music in the intro next time, maybe. Maybe. Maybe this time. Maybe you already had it. Perhaps. Perhaps you already did, and this is a really weird conversation we're having right now. It's entirely possible. (laughs) (laughs) Time travel in the podcast universe. I did how that works. Mm. All right. Uh, Are we coming up on the hour? Uh, Depends. Do we have anything else to talk about? Well, the list that I wrote down, we got through everything. There is no Rick and Morty minute or longer because it's a break in Australia. I did see on YouTube that um, there was a new episode out, the Rick Lantis mix-up or whatever. Like, people were uploading pirated versions to YouTube left, right, and center. Yeah, so, I mean, the annoying thing is that Adult Swim has it on their website if you are paying for it legally through satellite or cable or whatever. But their servers are such garbage, you can't watch it live. If you tune in to Cartoon Network through their webpage, can I watch this show now? And it's like buffering, buffering, eh, errored out, eh, eh, I got you 45 seconds of video, and now it's done. It's, like, it's the worst, worst thing. So let's just say, in the most vague terms possible, I don't feel entirely terrible about finding other methods of acquiring the show. Okay. Um, do you want to make a prediction on whether or not I liked the show, like the episode? Hang on, I thought you said you almost watched it. No, I did, but you've seen it, yeah? The Rest and Relaxation? No, Rick Lan- uh, the Rick Lantis Oh, the Rick up. Lantis one. Yeah, yeah, no, I watched it last night. Yeah, did. so did you want to make a guess in advance? Oh, yes, that's or the game. Are you worried that that'll spoil me and I'll be have my mind set one way or the other? Yeah, you know what? No. Let's I'll make my guess after you've watched the whole thing, but before we've talked about it. Okay. That seemed fair. I want to propose a tiny race that you get to be the official keeper of. A race. A race. Do you remember think back to two podcasts ago when a coworker said he was on season two of Game of Thrones and you shouldn't spoil it for him and you laughed? Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm going to race that guy and see if I can catch up quicker than he can. Wow. Mm. So you have to be the keeper of this. That's, wow, that's a lot. Okay. (laughs) If you're all right, again, I binge watched the first three seasons and it was a difficult experience. Yeah, well, I'm already on season two. Yeah, okay, so not as bad. Okay, deal. I'll I'll ask him tomorrow how far he is. Yeah, cool. You got to keep me updated. Yep, will do. All right. Sounds good. We'll wrap it up then. Again, thanks to Concordia Recordings for the outro music. Excellent, excellent uh, musician and artist. 
really enjoy their stuff. I might have to switch it up for a different one from time to time, but people like consistency too, so I don't know. Uh, you can find us both on Twitter at ATSomicron and at Falcon Paladin if you'd like to check us out. And again, as always, on Facebook at Falcon Paladin and YouTube at Falcon Paladin. Pretty much if you just Google my name, you'll find everything. And thank you so much for listening. Appreciate the support we get from you. We really, really do. It's good to see the numbers growing. Tell a friend about the Falcon Paladin Hour. And until next time, as always, thank you so much for listening. And you take care of yourself. Once we thought that we'll stay young And these worthies never go But when I opened up my eyes I said, grow old with me Will you age here by my side And stay beautiful for life Oh, fade away in the darkness And leave me here This world is a cold place Without you, my tears will make me whole Oh, i make it a safe place for you If you promise to feel the Stretch. Stretch. Yeah. Uh, see, probably get my knees to crack if I try hard enough. Oh, there we go. <laughs> oh, what? No, don't do that. <laughs> what, you don't like cracking joints? I mean, finger... Oh, I'm hanging up now. <laughs> oh, like fingers? Okay. But I knew this girl I used to work with. She'd crack her own neck. I just cracked her... my neck. <laughs> yeah, her own head in her hands. This is how you do this and go... And it looks like you're committing suicide, and it freaks me out every time. My brother does that too. I can just kind of tilt my neck in the right way, and it'll crack. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hands-free. Okay, good. That's better. Still horrendous. Mm.